This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fourth Sunday of Lent, the 31st of March. One of the most famous paintings in the world is the one made by Rembrandt depicting the prodigal son. Like many of Rembrandt's paintings, it's rather dark and sombre, but the figures glow with warm light. Rembrandt depicts the sun kneeling before his father so that you can almost see and hear him uttering the words, Father, I have sinned. His clothes are dishevelled, the shoes hanging off his feet where he'd run towards the father, and the hands of the father appear disproportionately large to emphasise his goodness. One hand appears masculine, the other feminine, to show the universal nature of God's mercy. Whenever we go to the sacrament of confession, we are that son. We hasten back to the house of our Father God when we are conscious of having abandoned him, and we tell him from the bottom of our heart that we are sorry for having squandered our inheritance. St Peter Chrysologus, the 5th century Bishop of Ravenna, comments, He arose and went to his father. He arose from the wreckage of his conscience and body alike. He arose from the depths of hell and touched the heights of heaven. Before the heavenly father, a child rises higher because of pardon than he fell low because of guilt. I've been reflecting on the sacrament of confession, reconciliation over these Sundays of Lent and of our need of God's mercy. This isn't some romantic notion as we might see it in art, but a real drama that takes place in our lives because sin wounds and cripples us. That is why we need confession. And the reason why this sacrament has been called confession is because when we are conscious of having done wrong, we feel the need to say it. Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. I can recall as a child, and I was actually quite a well-behaved child, breaking something of great sentimental value that belonged to my mother and how I pieced it back together again in the vain hope that she wouldn't notice. But I knew I damaged it, and in the end, I knew I had to own up. And although she didn't speak to me for days, I felt much better. There seems to be an odd phenomenon that in order to tempt us to sin, the devil takes away our shame. And then in order to prevent us confessing our sins, he gives us our shame back. If we break something that belongs to a friend, we never feel content just feeling sorry. We feel compelled to explain what we've done, to express our sorrow and do something to set it right. It's exactly the same with God. When we break something in our relationship with God, we need to say we're sorry and set it right and then move on. Pope Benedict pointed out that we should all feel the need to confess our sins, even if we're not guilty of serious sins. He says this, We clean our homes, our rooms, at least once a week, even if the dust is always the same, in order to live in cleanliness, in order to start again. The same is true of our soul. Think about that. We all clean our homes, even if the dirt and the dust is the same each week. We should never be afraid of going to confession and saying the same old things. People sometimes think that by saying the same old things in confession, 
they're not making a good confession. But we might say, thank God. Think what the alternative is. We're not supposed to be committing new sins every time so as the priest can be entertained or not get bored. For most of us, it's the same things that trip us up. But the way we get up and on our way again is by God's absolution, setting us free through confession. Confession also helps us see who we are, not the person we think we are, not the person we want others to think we are, but as we really are before God, his child who is loved with an infinite love. Saint Pope John Paul said that confession helps us to make our consciences more alert, more open, and so we become truly the human person that God wants us to be. If sin causes unhappiness and chaos in the world, why are we such addicts? There is one explanation. G.K. Chesterton said that if there is one point of Catholic doctrine that can be scientifically and adequately proven, it is that of original sin. And having original sin doesn't help us. We're all damaged. None of us is perfect. Every single man, woman and child has points of weakness. But being damaged doesn't mean that we're totally rotten. Only that the image of God in us is blurred, not cancelled. The whole point of the Christian life is trying to look at God more clearly and make our own image more like unto his. Lent is this perfect time to achieve this perfection and to do it through the sacrament of confession. Pope Francis, as I said last week, is always talking about this, telling us if we haven't been to confession for a long time, not to lose another day. Because that sacrament is there to help us become the children of God that we're meant to be and to let go of all the rubbish, rubbish and baggage that we carry around, the sins that Christ died for. This fourth Sunday of Lent always coincides with Mothering Sunday, which reminds us to turn to Mary. She is the exception to mankind's universal condition. Though sinless in her perfection, she understands our condition and helps us by constantly pleading our cause with the Father. Let us pray. O God, who through your word reconciled the human race to yourself in a wonderful way, grant, we pray, that with prompt devotion and eager faith, the Christian people may hasten toward the solemn celebrations to come. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.